Disney Plus had a great day, Etsy had a great week, and Mr. Beast has an app. All that and more in this week's episode. Welcome to a new episode of This Week in Apps, the show where we talk about trends in mobile apps and games. My name is Ariel, and every week I go through a ton of data and summarize it so you can keep up with what's new and what's interesting. And this week, let's start with the Wish. The government of France announced that they have asked search engines and mobile app store operators to take down Wish. The reasoning for this is that the store, Wish is a marketplace, is making it very easy to buy knockoffs and mislabeling them as actual brands. And if you think about a retail app, that's kind of a big deal and kind of a problem. And Wish in general is associated with the kind of inexpensive goods. So it kind of makes sense. If you've been to New York, this is like the Canal Street of the internet. So that sounds pretty bad, but that's actually not Wish's biggest problem. I was curious to see just how big Wish is in France to understand what sort of impact this will have. And in the process, I noticed kind of an alarming trend. It looks like downloads in France this year total just about 2 million, according to our app intelligence. Sounds like a lot, right? But then I compared it to last year, the same amount of time between January and October, and it turns out that this year is actually 44% lower than last year, which is pretty big. As you can see in the chart above, this is not a new trend. It started back in 2019, and we can see how they've been losing downloads since. Now, this is all in France, but I looked at other countries, and they're kind of all the same. So demand for Wish is slowly declining, and I think there was time of excitement. If you remember last year, Wish actually overtook Amazon for a little bit of time in number of downloads. So people were interested in this sort of inexpensive good marketplace, but it seems like that is long gone and that's behind us. We can see government now stepping in and trying to fix stuff, and we've had the internet for so long that didn't really happen. But maybe with apps, it's becoming a little bit easier or maybe becoming a little bit more important, more critical. I don't exactly know, but I think this specifically is a good area that needs to be regulated. And I suspect France is not going to be the last country to do this. I kind of welcome this change as someone who shops online pretty often. Next up, exactly the opposite, Etsy. Etsy is having a blast. And by that, I mean a ton of downloads. Weekly downloads last week were the highest ever. It clocked in 475,000 new users in one week globally, according to our estimates. And that was a little bit more than the previous week. The previous week was a previous all-time high, and that was 447,000. And the week before that was a previous all-time high, and that was 407. And I'm not gonna go back more, but it's been 15 weeks of just amazing growth. And just to give you some context, weekly downloads started at about 255,000 the beginning of the year, and they were at about 110,000 back in 2020. So we're seeing amazing growth. And I think a lot of it, as you can see on the chart, a lot of it has to do with the pandemic. Between shortages and uh, wanting things that are custom, Etsy just became the place to go. I know I got my face mask at Etsy back when the pandemic started, and I'm still wearing the same one. Well, not the same one. I bought another one, but it looks exactly the same. Uh, but it was super easy, and it was super easy to get, and I was able to find what I wanted, and I'm not the only one who did that. So I think now that this has happened so many times, Etsy has become more of a household name. And with the holidays coming and everyone wanting to be just a little bit unique, Etsy is the place to shop. And that's why we're seeing this crazy growth. I think it's good news for sellers. It's good news for buyers. It's great news for Etsy, obviously. But when there's a lot of demand, competition kind of brews and grows. So I imagine we'll see more in that arena in the, in the future. I don't know what it's going to look like because Etsy is very unique in what it does, but I'm sure that's going to happen. And when it does, I'll let you know. Switching gears completely, let's talk about streamers a little bit. Disney had an amazing day at the end of November just last week. Not just amazing, the best day in revenue ever in the U.S. And that's, that's big. 
According to our estimates, single-day net revenue in the U.S. hit a new all-time high of $3.9 million. That's almost $4 million bucks in a single day. Just let me put that out there. And that's across the App Store and Google Play. And that's net revenue, meaning they already give Apple and Google or gave Apple and Google the, their 15%. So this is what they get to keep in their pockets. It's all about new exclusives. I've been talking about that for far too long. New exclusives like Hawkeye and the new Beatles documentary. And also the fact that we're in a long weekend right now kind of made it easy and a no-brainer to finally subscribe to Disney+. Plus. It's also important to look at the just the amount of growth. So 3.9 as an absolute number is very large. But let's look at the last time that they had an all-time high. And that was actually last month. And that was $3 million. So they grew almost a million dollars in a month in a single day. That's pretty incredible. That's about 30% of increase in net revenue. This is not gross revenue. This is net revenue. So after Google and Apple take their cuts. And I think that continues to show us that this race is not at all slowing down. It's only getting faster. Disney noticed. I have something that is probably going to drive you insane. I get asked, what is the best type of app to make if you want to make money on the App Store and Google Play all the time? And my answer is kind of generic because ultimately I think that you can succeed with most apps. Not all apps, but most apps. The thing you should do is you should just build what you want to build and then you'll enjoy working on it. You'll enjoy pushing it. You'll enjoy marketing it. You'll do all the right things. There is a category of apps that most people don't I think don't even think about it. I know I didn't think about it that much. And I'm pretty sure no one really wants to build those apps. But they're making a ton of money, a ton of money. And that trend is only going up. I am talking about fax apps. I think there's probably a better way to say it, but that's the only way I can think about it. We're talking about apps that are used to send and receive faxes. If you don't know what I'm talking about, a fax is kind of like the IRL version of an email. And it used paper and there was a machine and you can exchange information like that. I haven't seen one of those since I was a kid. And even back then, it kind of looked archaic and old and totally useless. But it still exists. And apparently some people send faxes. So I just I wanted to see how much money they're making because it kind of sounds absurd. The answer is a lot. But according to Explore, which is our market intelligence platform, there are 412 apps that are servicing this need and are allowing you to send and receive faxes, send or receive faxes. In October, we estimated that, that group earned $2.4 million, and that's in net revenue in the U.S. alone, $2.4 million. That's multiple millions, multiple with an M, and that's millions with an M, and that's in a single month, also with an M, a whole bunch of Ms. Also interesting is that number was 1.5 million back at the end of 2020, and back in the beginning of 2020, that number wasn't even a million. So it's growing, and it's growing a lot. If you look at the numbers and you turn them into a percentage, that's about 170%. That's crazy. So if you believe that there are no more opportunities in the App Store and everything has been thought of and everything has been taken up, I'm going to say you got to rethink this because an app that sends faxes, something that I haven't seen in my entire almost adult life, is making a ton of money on the App Store. Opportunities, they're all there. You just have to look. And this is actually a good point because if you're looking for a niche that you can make an app for and make money, the best way to do it is by understanding what's going on. And you can do that with app intelligence. And by that, I mean pretty much all the data that I look at every week and that I use to run the newsletter and to make this video show. So you can access the exact same information. And if you want to know what's going on, head on to appfigures.com slash intelligence, and you'll be able to access it directly for any app that you want out there. And you can find those opportunities and where you should be. Last for this week is Mr. Beast. Did you know Mr. Beast has a mobile app? Now, if you don't know who Mr. Beast is, he is a YouTuber who has a channel where he gives people money for playing games. The games are kind of crazy. The money is really high. And it's one of the most popular channels on YouTube right now. 
But earlier this year, Mr. Beast got into the app game not doing what he's known for. He is selling burgers and chicken and fast food. And on the app, it looks very delicious, even though I haven't tried. That's right. A YouTuber has a restaurant and an app. Now, normally this would be pretty normal or maybe not surprising, but the channel has nothing to do with food and the app has nothing to do with the channel. But there's a twist. This restaurant has no physical locations. It's a virtual restaurant that's run completely by app. And the way they accomplish this is they partner with local restaurants and they use third-party delivery companies to make all this happen, which allows them to expand really quickly in pretty much any city in any country. It's super clever, if you ask me, if they can get it to work consistently so the food is always the same. Since launching in December of 2020, Mr. Beast Burger, which is the name of the app, was downloaded 1.8 million times from the App Store and Google Play globally, according to our estimates. The majority came in just around launch time when downloads hit 122,000 in a single day, and they have since come down, and now they're averaging about 1,500 a day, which is still pretty admirable considering this is a kind of a new concept. But Mr. Beast is so popular that a few mentions on the channel on this app can really skyrocket to the top of the App Store and Google Play. That has to happen, and it will probably happen, so keep an eye out for that, and that's what I will do too. And that's all I have for you this week. If you have any questions, comments, or any feedback on these videos, leave me a comment below, and I promise I will get to it. Otherwise, have a great weekend, and I will see you next week.